Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's Wednesday. So, what'd you guys think? <laughs> How? What was the response to yesterday? I didn't get a chance to look at any of it because, we, I mean, I was highly anticipating the release of our. <laughs> Murder. murder one mystery. off murder murder podcast recap episode that you could have learned more from listening to the actual one that we one and a half times listened to um andrew did you hear any feedback? i saw a little bit of feedback a few people actually decided to murder their spouse just because they're listening around minute 25 they were just <laughs> they were a little uh <laughs> A little upset that we weren't doing segments, but uh, no. Four more Mary Morrises lost their lives yesterday. (laughs) And that's all that's left. That was all of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. No more Mary Morrises. Wow. Until there's another baby in nine months. Yeah. Or Uh, six. Nine months. I mean, it could be any amount. Yeah, it could be any time. There are babies that aren't being. Isn't it weird that someone's having sex right now? 
and that a a human will like mm-hmm. go on the walk on the earth and be like, I'm hungry. It's five o'clock somewhere. Like there's some idiot that's being made right now that's gonna say those tacky phrases. Yeah. In thirty years or whatever, or like, I mean, I did this joke in my special, but like when girls are like. I want a baby. Oh my God. I can't, we're having a baby. Like it's going to be a man someday. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? Like no one wants like a, even a woman. Women are a little bit like to, to say I'm having a, but no one says I'm having a man. No, like a, a teenager who. <laughs> that's what you're having though. You're having a teenager so that's going to listen to music that you don't like really loud. Who's going to hate you. Yes. Who's going to say, dude, fucking my mom and dad suck. Is it worse to have a teenager who hates you or one that's like you're their only friend? Oh, my God. I think hates me would be way better. I'd rather them hate me. And like have their own friends. Rather than be like, dad, what are you doing today? It's like, I kind of think, though, that most of the time the dad, you're my only friend, is (laughs) precipitated by the dad loving that, you know, and the parent. Yeah. Kind of starting that, like, kind of incest. You, what's it? They're not calling it incest anymore. What did my fucking therapist call it? She was like, we want to take away the word incest. Oh. Because. Outcest? When, you, when, when your parent treats you like a spouse mm. or like spousifies you. That's what it's called now, I think. Spousified. Wow. Spousified. I'm like, great. like I'm glad someone's going to spousify me. Might as well be my dad. Might as well be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can see how you could be attracted to your parents because if they look like you and you think you're hot, they made you. It's their cum and stuff in you. Yeah. Their cum in you? Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, you are there. Yeah. Where they're late come and stuff. It is weird. Remember the very beginning of <laughs> Look Who's Talking? Of life? Where they're come. Where the, the sperm are swimming. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's round, round, get around. I get around, round, get around. <laughs> and they're like did d- little like tadpoles are swimming. Yeah. First of all, that was amazing footage if it was real. I don't know how they got in there. I remember watching that. Wait, what are you talking I about? I don't know what five. you're talking about. Wait, it's a video that came... That no, no, no. Was... At the beginning of Look Who's Talking, the oh. movie, they show the inception of the baby that's going to be Bruce Willis's voice, right? Gotcha. And so the, the sperm are all swimming, and it's doing like the opening credits. It's a really cool scene that is cemented in my brain because I remember seeing it when I was four or five because it was on TV, and I remember asking my dad what it was. And he was like, he had to be like, um, it's like, like, come. You know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Hey, Nikki, knowing, the scientific term is a nut. Yeah. That's That's nut. like a bunch of nut <laughs> in a woman's pussy area. Yeah. Inside it. Gushy pushy. Thanks, Dad, for making that palatable. Um, I remember, no, do you remember as a kid knowing that things are naughty or that there, things are adult that you, uh, you know, there's something going on here that you aren't ready to know and that your parents, I hated it because it felt like an inside joke that everyone, when I left the room, they were all going to go, Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, can you tell me? She almost guessed it. And that's why I, I was on to Santa. I was on to sex. I was on to so many things that I played dumb for because I did not want to have that talk where they were like, 
well, the penis goes inside. Not that they were ever going to give me that talk. Spotify. But they, um, sp- do you know that Spotify just dropped Spotify? Uh, Neil yeah. Young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neil, no. Neil Hung, I heard. Um, any, wait. They didn't drop him. Uh, what was I going to say? I feel like, though, if I have a kid, do you ever feel like, like, go back to your dad of being like, what's sex? What's Santa? Like, and I know people, comedians have done this joke before of not being able to, like. Trust them? I know. I just won't be able to answer so many of their questions. Like, I feel like. Let's play. Okay. I want to play being a mom. All right. Fine. Um, mom, how do fire trucks work? <laughs> well, I actually don't know. I Where's think the water go? The water goes into it, the fire. Okay. Is from it the inside hose. the truck? Uh, no, it's connected to the plumbing underneath the city. That's those fire hydrants. You know, uh-huh. the things we can't park in front of that the dog pisses on. Where does the water come from in there? Um, I really don't know. Do you want to go to the local library and learn about it? No, I'd rather you just tell me now, Mom. Well, I'm a dumb bitch. And no, I know. I that's what I say behind your back. never wanted you. And so Man, even that answering seems rude, Mom. Questions. Mom, that's round, 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 round. Yeah, no, I get it. It's all cum, honey. Oh, okay. It's all under. Oh, it's I thought so, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the. I thought it was a fire cum. No, I like. I think it'll be. Here, let me go. You ask me questions. I'll tell you. One of those parents that you. makes up things like, well, sometimes the sky is sad because I didn't listen once in fifth grade <laughs> to what happens with precipitation. Like, can I just try? Say can you're you dumb. ask me? Can yeah. you ask me a question? Okay. Um, what what are those on your ears? Uh, they're earrings. No. Those things that you're wearing on your ears, what are those? Oh, these are headphones. What What are they? They connect to the um, to the Zoom here, and then you can get sound. Why? Because uh, the computer is uh, talking inside my ears. Why? B- because uh, C++. What's cum? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's like the headphones bef- that comes out of your dick. I honestly would be so bad. I really had no. You got me. I started thinking about what's going on inside the computer that gets the sound into your ears. Well, you can just say I'm. I'm not good at that stuff, and that's why some you're going to be better at that than me. And that's if you are interested in that. Why don't we go get some books about it? Then you you got to learn it. Then well, you then have you to, learn it, uh, and that's the beauty of having a kid is that you learn about things. <laughs> you become smarter? Yeah. Like my parents, they had me so they could learn about Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. God, learn they regret things. that. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, we met some camels. Oh, my God. I fucking love camels. We were did on you ride location. Them? No. Okay, so we were at a, a place shooting a bunch of stuff that did not involve the camels. That's why I could, For I perfect could strangers even too. post about it. Yeah, Perfect Strangers 2 is coming along. <laughs> So well, you guys. crazy. I st- are you balky or am yeah. I? I'm balconying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we were on location at this place called Wild Canyon, and it was just uh, it was in the middle of a desert. Like to drive out to it, you have to drive like you're the FedEx truck in seven. Like, you had to drive really far into the desert, in the middle of the desert, over rough terrain in our Mitsubishi. Yeah, you bury a body out there. That's what's going on. If you're driving out there, you're either bungee jumping or kicking, burying yeah. a body. There's One a the canyon. Other. There's a canyon, it and it's big, wild. There's a big, you know, bridge. I couldn't think of the word bridge. A big rope bridge that you can go across. There's, you know... Um, rope swing. Bungee jumping. There's the hang glide. Not hang glide. What's the one where you do a... Uh, um, where you go zip lining come coming um zip line 
and we were there shooting some stuff for Perfect Strangers too. And um, <laughs> <laughs> there was also camels there that you could ride camels. And um, at the very end of the shoot, we were supposed to do. God, it was such a long day, Noah. So we started at like. What time? I mean, I don't even know. It was, we were got, out there for a while in the wild. Well, the whole day, all, like I started at this one place and I had to do a bunch of spins on the beach in a tiny dress and I was getting so dizzy and so disoriented. It, that was the hardest thing I've ever done, I have to say. It was funny. Like the first time you did it, you were kind of like doing it comedically, it seemed like. But then you got so dizzy that you actually fell. Like, for real. Yeah, I, I fell like. a couple times. But it's the sand, so you, I kind of just, like, meant to fall. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's better than catching it and going, Ugh. it's easier just to fall and just sit My there. My favorite like, thing is when the when the PA told those three very rich women that they can't walk behind the scene. Oh, my God. They, <laughs> they were, were so angry. They were, like, these thin, angry, tan oh. women that you can just tell. Have never been told no in their life. Like this never. Is, never. And they're watching this girl that's, like, yeah. being filmed. And With they're blonde probably hair. Thinking they have like, brown hair. You're an American. She's not even that hot. What's even going on here? And <laughs> yeah. they're watching me. They're so... They were so annoyed. And they... Also, I have to say, they pretended not to give a shit. They wouldn't look over. I know. So just to be like, we don't, we're not going to give that any attention, even though this is this cool production happening. They were just so like annoyed that they had to walk around, and then they wouldn't look at us at all. Like it wasn't happening. So it's just like, Kuh. yeah, they it were is so. Kuh, but are we cuff or taking over their? Be- we're like conquistadors. It's a f- it, they just have to walk around it, I and know. it's kind of cool in New York City. You live amongst productions all the time and when you walk by them there's sometimes it's a little annoying but being annoyed by things being shot just stop being if the production's rude to you that's another thing but if it's just you got to cross the street yeah look at who it might be ask a pa what they're filming they'll lie to you because it's all top secret and pas fear for their lives and then and then it's cool that's why you get to watch things in your fucking bed when you get home because it, and it's not all done on a green screen. It's because they got to be out in your life, bitch. <laughs> we can't all be on the Warner Brothers lot. Do you want everything to look like Batman forever? <laughs> <laughs> on the streets of Gotham City? Come on. Not everything could be an old Western. <laughs> Speaking of old Western, so we're out in Wild oh Canyon. Oh, my God. I fucking knew. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to reference something else. Oh, what did you think I was going to reference? I mean, there were oftentimes I felt like I was in the set of... Uh, uh, a movie that stalled production last year. Oh. Oh. That I don't want to say. You made a joke about it. Not a joke, but you said, at one point I kicked off my shoe oh, during yes. the beach scene. Because I was trying to, because I was wearing these fucking high heels in really soft sand. And I was like, why am I wearing heels? I would just sink in and look ridiculous. <laughs> this was unbelievable. And so I kicked my, it was like a sandal and I kicked it off to get it out of the way. And it It wasn't went, a sandal. There was a heel on well, there. Well, it's just, it, just for girls to understand, like it was a, it didn't have a back to it except a heel. Yeah, like, but it a, had a heel. Like it could kill a man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It has a chunky bit. Is it a <laughs> chunky mule? big heel that was sharp. A mule? It was like a, it, yeah, a mule. It was a, um, but it's a lucite, so it was um, see through. You know, like it's it's invisible. I kick it, and there's a guy holding. Was he holding a camera? Yeah, or like audio. I think he was looking at the screen. But he like was a looking. Little oh screen. yeah, he was looking at us. He had a, a monitor to look at what yeah. the camera looked like. So he, I thought he would see it coming straight for his head, and he did not. And it definitely hit him in the eye socket. I thought and, it was the neck, but either way, you Alec Baldwin him. I know, and Andrew, I get off. 
set and Andrew's like, you Alec Baldwin, that guy. And I go, <laughs> too late. Too late. late. Too late on that. Too. You were too late. Like, just kidding. Not stopping really killing funny. the guy. Um, and then we went to this wild canyon place after we went to the beach scene. And, um, and these camels. So we walk up to these. So tall. Andrew had already met the camels. Yes. I met Oscar. And then I, he was like, you know, we had a bunch of scenes to shoot yesterday. I was like scaling walls. And it was in this tiny little dress. It was a wild day. It's really nice to get all of this stuff out of the way because the rest of it's going to be just like. You know, me and Balky hanging out <laughs> on a couch. Man, people are like, dude, Perfect Strangers 2 is It's going weird. to get wild <laughs> this time around. And I love that Perfect Strangers 2, it was a TV show at first, but now we're making a movie and we're just calling it 2, even though there's never been a Perfect Strangers 1 movie. No, we're going straight to 2. Yeah. Um, but we did a lot of stuff yesterday that wasn't involved in like the, it didn't look like the genre of which we're shooting, if that makes any sense. And... Um, it was really fun, and then we, I went to go to the bathroom. At the end of the day, we were supposed to do this. So we were supposed to – we went from – I think my call time was like 8 a.m., and then we shot until 5, and then 5 o'clock was lunch for some reason. Lunch on TV movie production sets – Is dinner. Is called – it's called lunch, and it happens at 5. <laughs> and the whole day, you just get craft services and stuff, and – by the way, as the talent, I can eat whatever I want whenever I want it and be like, I want it, and they'll bring it to me. But I don't do that. But I could. But I don't. But we um, we shot all day, and we had some breaks. I mean, it's not like grueling. It's It was honestly really, really fun. But we had this. We were going to break for dinner, lunch, and then we were going to resume at um, 6.30 and shoot until like 7.30, and we had this scene that was going to be a little bit like scary to do because it was on this bridge. It was going to be like very like heights and stuff. And at the end of the five o'clock shoot, it was five o'clock and the crew was wrapped for lunch and we were walking back. And I was like, I just developed this really weird like allergy, you guys. And everyone's kind of like, what's going on? I was like, I just like developed this like bridge allergy that like I can't be around like bridges anymore because I was just really trying to put it in their heads like do this bridge scene like can't we've got enough footage we can we don't need a bridge scene. and um and then they were just like ha 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 oh, nikki fun and then i went to go change into my regular clothes to go to lunch and um and then i heard the greatest words i've ever heard andrew comes into the dressing room he's like can i come in i was like yep and he goes my anal fissure's gone and yeah he said hey those little <laughs> swimmy things were come and, and then I said it's on, on the can there's yeah. a wild canyon in my asshole. <laughs> and he said the bridge scene is canceled and I was so I love canceled things. Oh, they're the best. It's so good. We were so stoked. So we got to go home and eat on the way and we and were just, meet the camel. And then we went up and met the camels up by the bathroom. And so we went over to this barn and we were kind of like I was looking at the camels and then the camel wrangler was like, Hey, do you want to meet him? And I was like, Yes. And so we went over there. And he was like, do you want to hear about them? They, some of them were rescued from circuses. The ones that were, were so abused and scared and like their lips were all fucked up from like just being beaten and stuff. Like circuses are terrible. Do it not go to that. It didn't stop you from singing the song. I too. was like, dun, 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 dun. I was trying to trigger them. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. God. <laughs> that's like you hearing a Dave Matthews song that you got fingered to in the back of a car it's I mean that like, would bring back good memories yeah that's true I like that you think I got fingered in high school never well, who said anything about high school uh, <laughs> this was last week 
That would be great. In the back of your mom's car. So, oh my God, because I am driving her car. That's so funny. Um, But we met these camels and I just want to say that the guy was, we were like, are they dangerous? And he's like, no, they're not aggressive. And I was, he was like, this one's really nice. It was, it's never been in a circus. It's never even heard about circuses. Don't even fucking mention the candy circus peanuts to it. And so it was a happy camel. It only appeared on pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And it, uh, <laughs> I went up to it and it kisses you. I put all the footage on the thing. And then the picture that you saw on our Instagram yesterday where it's kissing me and Andrew's in it too. Literally 0.7 seconds after that was shot, the camel opens its mouth to bite my head aggressively and I dodged out of the way. And that was, I, I'm so glad that I saw it because I was in my periphery. It was next to me. So I wasn't really looking, but, and it was kind of moving its lips to kiss me at one point or do whatever it was trained to do so that people can go like, it likes me, mama, look. Take a picture. I want to come back to Wild Canyon. Post it on TripAdvisor. <laughs> and then it opened its jaw and it it tried to bite me and I dodged out of the way. And the guy like was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And like got scared. Yeah. You could tell it was like he's an scared-a. animal attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got left. Mm-hmm. He's scared. He's scared. It's left. Yes. Yeah, he got I, left. You got left. You got a scared. You got a scared. Wait, so wait, did you... I? We gotta go to break. You're you're very you're very calm with animals. Yeah, like, let's talk already, about it when yeah. we get back. It's wild. Canyon. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone. And that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity 
and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glaser today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glaser. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girlbomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girlbomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girlbomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Uh, we're back. Andrew, I'm calm. Yeah, I, you get nervous around animals. I get calm around animals. I get nervous around sports. You love sports. Yeah, Yes, I uh, like. I don't I, want a, a ball. Like the being dog thrown around. yesterday, who has no leash, who probably lives in the canyon. He lives off. He cactus. looked like a hyena, a hundred percent. There was like a farm. There was a canyon dog that he was, was just like around the premises. He was not giving me "Hey, pet me" vibes, and you still like went because, in for the pet. Well, I uh, oh later on. Yeah, um, you're like it's real friendly, and Rio was. Once that guy left, he didn't want to be pet by you. Well, the guy said I could. I know, but then you just trust the random. Gringo get her hand mauled by Rio. Um, yeah, Rio. I well, I can just. I've been around dogs enough, and I've read enough books that I feel like I know if I sense anything about that dog that looks like it's gonna attack me or it's like nervous, I wouldn't do it. But he looked like he wanted it. All right, I don't know. I mean, inside the form, but. 
what, what? I was a little bit scared at first, though, when we saw that dog appear out of nowhere because it looked. I mean, that dog could have killed us if it wanted to easily. We learned so much about camels. Camels live to twenty to twenty-five in the wild. Right before they can drive a rental car, they lose their lives. Oh, what about the three that get out? And if they get out, they oh let God. them run around, but there's three of them. They don't let them run like around. Seven. They don't they, let them run around. It was they clear l- that those camels do not have great lives. No offense <laughs> yeah. to the people that re- say they rescued them from circuses. At least they're not being beaten, but those mm-hmm. camels don't get to roam around because if they do. Three of them run to the beach. They just run. And the beach is not close. It's We were so far from the fucking beach. <laughs> these camels, to, to think of a camel just being like, I'm getting out and just running towards the sunset is one of the saddest things I've ever. But it's kind of beautiful to see if I saw them running. They are the most prehistoric animal I've ever seen. If you look at a camel legs, like just it coming towards you, it is so dinosauric. You know what they look like? They look like the, not the human, the animal version of those things in Star Wars, those big white things. Oh. Do you know Noah? Oh, the ones that Yeah, I know what you're talking. Well, probably that was um, inspired by a camel because usually artists get their ideas from nature. That's so true. (laughs) Have you ever seen a giraffe in real life? Oh, yeah. Only at the zoo and only like its head popping up. There's a... Why? Do you think giraffes are more... They look like dinosaurs. They really Especially like if you can get really up close, you just are like, oh my God, I've, I'm traveling back in time. Animals so cute. are so freaking cool when, especially the ones that you just, you know, we, we get to see squirrels and birds and dogs and cats all the time. But when you, and you think you know what a camel's going to look like. You think you have an idea of what it's going to be. And its face was just, there was so much skin and like just mouth. I mean, like, I guess it's horse people probably Work, work with that a lot of like just the eyes are the what ch- gets me with animals oh like that God. because they're so big and then they're usually like they have some kind of like cataract or they're scratched a little bit and you look inside them and you're like what is in that inside your eye what's in your brain i don't know i get really lost in the eyes of an animal it's and really because a lot of times they look sad sad yeah and and they can kind of communicate with you with like i made eye contact with a fucking wild whale i know i did he looked at me and that's it's a special feeling. Do you like, think giraffes laugh about giraffe laugh? <laughs> you think giraffes? Giraffes. <laughs> Do you think they laugh when there's like the guy in the herd or whatever who has like the biggest dick in the herd, and then he's like, "Dude, you're not gonna be able to take dick. all this dick." And then the giraffe has like the longest neck ever, and they're like, "Come on, dude, I could take your dick." Like, wait, what? Like a giraffe could deep throat another oh, giraffe. God. <sighs> Wait, like when you said take your dick, yeah. you meant blow. Yeah, you. like, yeah. No, I don't think the drafts do that. <laughs> I don't think they do you that. You know what I mean, though? Can I talk about animal eyes for a second? Yeah. I don't know what Analyze? you mean. I want to talk about animal, animal eyes. Animal eyes. Animal eyes. When my dog accidentally, like, has, or like, sometimes Marion will have multiple, like, hairs in her eye, like, jutting into her eye, scratching her eye. And she just acts like nothing's going on. And there's so many times that like, there are like, just you, like you said, like scratches on animals' eyes. And sometimes I will hit, accidentally like throw something and it will like, I know it will hit Luigi in the eye. I'll see it hit his eyeball. 
You know how painful that is when you're a human and something hits your eye and potentially scratches your eye? I want to understand like animal pain because Marion doesn't even flinch when there are hairs in her eye. Whereas oh. if I get a little piece of dust, I'm like, everyone calm. Like I, I can't function. Like right now my eyes, I got like dust in them yesterday and it's caused me to have migraines because I'm just, just like mm. my vision's a little off. So I'm just wondering like animals just like don't, they, they, they don't like whine about pain. They just deal with it. But then you, I don't mean to compare it to human suffering, but then I think about sometimes, you know, remember when you would see, I, I mean, it's going on now, but like flies around starving people and they would be like in their eye and on their face and mm -hmm. all over them. And then after a while you just stop. They like, and you go, why aren't they batting those flies away? Well, it's like horse flies. Right, but horse... Yeah. Horses get annoyed by the flies. They like nip Yes, they them. do. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely do. But at some point, I think that you just become used to just discomfort constantly sure. plaguing your body. And when you're an animal that has a paw that can't manipulate something to get into your eye, like dogs just have to go like... That's why with Nothing's Luigi, than I always go, dog. I just scratch its eye. I just go like, you know, like over its eye and give it a good, nice eye rub. And dogs are just like... Ah, oh, I've never been able to get that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you get your first massage ever. And you're like, so what the fuck is animals. this? I don't know. Three-legged dogs are stoked. They just don't have that like connection of like, I'm missing something. That's the beauty of they an animal. They have no ego. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm not like that four-legged dog. He's so just like, I'm chilling. funny if a dog had ego or like an animal was like, thought it was better. I mean, there are some fucking little dogs, like Maltese's, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. You're not richer than me. But they can is. be a little bit more territorial, but I don't think it's because they think they're better than anyone, and they don't get, I guess dogs I don't know. do I've get insecure. I've seen some dogs with like painted toenails in New York City. My parents would always go, you need to give both of them a treat, Nikki, because one will get jealous, and I'm like, but they didn't, the other one didn't do a trick. They don't get a trick, like... Treats are for when you do for like, winners. Good behavior, you know. Like, let's get the that dog to do a trick, but I'm not going to do it. Luigi was the one that sat. I'm not going to give Wiley one just because he sat there and he and because he wants it. Maybe yeah, I'm Wiley mean, but I'm up, like, doesn't that refute the idea of training a dog? Yeah, but then Wiley ended up biting people, so maybe you should. <laughs> no. It's your fault. It's all my fault. <laughs> uh, let's get to uh, the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, man. I hope you're having all the swells out there. It's Wednesday. You know what that means, folks. It is Wednesday. We got some great stories for you. Let's start it off with a fun one. Fortune Cookie gives a North Carolina man lottery numbers to win $4 million. Whoa. Yes. So after a weekly meal at Charlotte's Red Bull restaurant. Charlotte's Red Bull? I guess. Bowl or the restaurant? Bowl. Bowl. Like Red Bull? Like Bowl. B-O-W-L? Yeah. Oh, okay. Red Bull restaurant. Yeah. He used the numbers to buy a Mega Millions ticket online, added a dollar to make it a Mega Plier ticket. So when he watched all five white balls on January 18th to win one million, it was quadrupled. Four million dollars. He took home two million eight hundred forty dollars four hundred one. Eight two million eight hundred forty four hundred one dollars. It's, it's only one. Two million eight forty. He paid half Can in you taxes. Read a little bit up so that we you don't look like a sad cramp on a bench. Why? I feel like people like this. <laughs> I think it's becoming a thing. I've gotten so many messages. I think you forget there's a camera in front of you sometimes. 
Yeah, I mean, that's how you become freaking natural. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How does Stevie Wonder know how to play the piano? (laughs) Um, Okay, that is uh, the fortune cookies. Did he also, did one of the balls say in bed? Does anyone get that joke? Oh, could you add in bed? Because you always add in bed to fortune cookies. I've never, like, fortune cookies were like the, um, it's like, you know, you're a Virgo and here's like, you always like attribute it to whatever you're going through. Like you'll read it and be like, man, this fortune, fortune cookie knows me. At least yeah. as a kid, I it's was It's helpful like that. in that way. Like, cause they're always good messages. They're never like your friends all hate you. You guys. Yeah. 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 You your know? asshole is a wild canyon. I'm like, what? No. They I'm never- not eating here again. <laughs> Wait. So did you ever have the thing too, where they go, well, your fortune's not gonna fucking happen unless you eat the cookie like you gotta no. eat the cookie oh no those cookies are so disappointing <laughs> i love those cookies really <laughs> they're I my guilty it. pleasure oh really i i, I like yeah. that you like those because i think they're lower sugar than mo- most cookies because they're a little bit like there's just a t- there it's just a blandness to them that never yeah. really did anything for me, but I loved cracking them open and wasting plastic and then just and leaving. Paper. Yeah. And, and pay all that paper. I mean, I I'm trying to think of a fortune that like, it's usually like, you know, you will come across something that you really want to do in three weeks. Like it's There's like, never a amount. Exact it's never really specific. Yeah. No. And I, um, you know, gra- guessing a number from a fortune cookie and winning is just as, it's just a coincidence more than like, we all have to go to Red Bull now. You know? I've never, yeah, I've never. Did uh, you play the lottery? Did you ever play like numbers, like the Powerball? I think I played one time and I never checked it. Oh my God. Do you know you what I mean? could have been that guy. I think I won. Where they go, there's the, someone won. I didn't they know how to check it. bought this ticket. I didn't know. I remember I Googled it. Or no, I don't even know if Google was around yet. And what, what made, oh, you just got it maybe because someone else was buying it at the grocery store? I or just like thought the, like this is like fate. And you then, felt like this is the time. <laughs> yeah, this is the time. My mom used to play a lot. I remember those little, like, you know, uh, white and pink, pinkish, like, pieces of paper a lot in her purse with There's the lipstick on it than... where she would blot her lipstick. What about when you get on. stuck behind someone at a fucking convenience store who buys, like, 70 of them and he's like, all right, I'm going to do uh, you pick them. Uh, I'll do 30 you pick them. And then I'm going to do a 5, 18, Honestly, 12, that's when you 9. Know- and then when they take those scratchers and they go off and scratch them, that is someone who's at like stage three of an addiction where it's like you're doing something kind of embarrassing where everyone in line knows what's up, but at least you're taking it elsewhere to start fucking using. But the people that have just started scratching oh it on God. the counter there oh my are God. some of the bi- biggest addicts you'll ever... They're as bad. They're steps away from being on the street shooting up. You know the people that you just see shoot up in front of you and you yeah. go, oh my God, I'm watching heroin right now. It's because they don't give a fuck anymore yep. because they're they're so clouded by addiction that, you know, most people keep their addictions hidden away from people because it's so, you know, the depths of it is so sh- shameful. Yeah. And I bet you anything as someone who used to be addicted to things, you know, like I used to go only, I used to only eat frozen yogurt, like only this, this low-cal frozen at yogurt. At 7-Eleven. Well, I used to go to different frozen yogurts. <laughs> 
There were three different places in LA that served it. That what'd you say? I know. I'm just thinking about you going to different one because you don't want people to see yeah. you at the same one. Yeah. Over and over. And again. I would wait until the person. This is a common eating disorder thing. Anyone out there with an eating disorder that binges and you have your spot you go to. This is something I hear about all the time. It is because you think it's unique because you figure out ways. And I bet you anything people who are gambling addicts, they also do the same thing where you don't want to go back when these people, you wait like six hours so the person's shift has ended and it's a new group of people that aren't going to judge you for being there twice in a day. You know what I would do? I would go... I would lose the money to my, I, you know, remember you used to have limits on your ATM card? Yeah. Like 200 bucks. I would lose that around like, I don't know, 6 p.m. per se. And then at, at midnight, I could get another 200. So right. I would just sit around in the quarter and not even be able to drink because I had no money. And I would just wait six hours, like figure out a way to wow. do something for six hours, get the money and then go right back. Yeah. Yes. That's a fucking, that's a, yeah, that's a, yeah. Yeah. That's an addict. I mean, I'm sure that alcoholics for sure get embarrassed with how, how much they're drinking and they have to hide it because they'll get cut off. Whereas at, at a frozen yogurt place, I'm not going to get cut off. They'll maybe t- talk about <laughs> me behind my back, but like I used to do this. So, so what I, would you do? So you'd go in, you got the well, same thing? Well, there was thing? one. So there's uh, at Olympic and I think, oh, fucking what's the cross street? It doesn't matter. There's uh, a, uh, it's the one that Demi Lovato was in line at. And she got in trouble because she was like, oh. this place is like a anorexic eating disorder breeding ground. And it's true. It is. It's like, it's called the Big Chill. No offense to them. No judgment. They're a business. But you're, that's what, and anorexics will go somewhere else. It's not like if they shut down. Like, but there's one across the street called Penguins. And then there's the Big Chill. And they're on, across from each other. And I would go to one. And then I'd go to the other. And I would then have two giant things of it. And I would eat it until I was literally like puking up. Like I couldn't keep it down because I was so sick. But I was so mad because I would be so full that I would be mad that I was full because I couldn't have any more of the thing that was like would make the pain go away or whatever. And so then you're so, but you, then you're so sick that the sick feeling takes away whatever feeling you were feeling that you're. So it's just this constant thing. And then, yeah, I would um, go back the next day. Every single day I would see the same people. And I would see the same customers too. All these girls just swimming in size zero jeans. Like it was honestly. You know what's crazy? It was crazy. Is that depending on what you're buying, it's more judgmental. Like we go to the same Starbucks every morning. No one gives a fuck. You're addicted. We're all addicted to Starbucks. I will say that I have shame about Starbucks and I do kind of the same thing with our Starbucks. The mobile order makes it easier because you don't have to like order it and look someone in the eye. <laughs> yeah. But my Starbucks people definitely know that there are days where I have three venti lattes <laughs> and no one needs that. No one needs a, f- a three venti lattes yeah. that are like these. And it's just a very specific drink. And it's not It's not even about the caffeine. It's just about this like treat that I want. I mean, it definitely goes into like eating disorder stuff. But there are days where I truly will wait or not go back because I'm too ashamed to see those people see me get a third, yeah. even though I want it. And I that's not why you should you not do it on thing. disguises to get another. Oh, I I used to <laughs> like you putting on a little mustache and a hoodie. Oh and, my god! And like be like no 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 different order. Like you add one extra stevia just so it's like a little different. <laughs> like you're like yeah oh no god. no 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 I'm not Nikki here. I would get so excited <laughs> when I do mobile orders that has multiple people because I'd be like, see, yeah. I have friends. Yeah. It's just not my three lattes a day. Other people. 
are in on this. And so yeah, you start ordering like, oh yeah, Tom got milk, and I know this is a common <laughs> like one. You, you just oh yeah, different orders. This is a very common one for anyone out there with uh, eating disorders, and I, I and you might do this, and you don't even. Whenever someone jokes that they, I ordered food and. I had to act like there were other people here or that I was mm. having a party because I wanted I didn't want the delivery person to judge me. You have an eating disorder. Like unless you're like stocking if unless but I used to do that all the time of like whenever I get food, by the yeah. way, I get at least four things of silverware because they think I have a huge family. Now, <laughs> I don't eat all of that food generally, but sometimes I do. I eat massive amounts of food still. Um, I feed myself, but it is interesting when I come home and you've set the dinner table with like four plates, and, and then I just <laughs> go around. I go clockwise, sometimes counterclockwise. I switch it up. No, that's why I wanted a roommate because I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to hide my yeah. We, like I eat weird for sure, but like when it it it, it keeps me in check more of yeah. like not doing disgusting things. Like you live with someone now. You can't eat as disgustingly as you probably wanted to. In, like you're not eating in bed anymore, right? Uh, she, yeah, not I, the way you used to. Though. Not the way I used There's to. There's accountability. No, I don't do sushis with my hands. Yes, and have soy sauce. Anymore. I, I doubt that you're. There's eating some popcorn the in the bed at time. Yes. Uh, the other day, Brennan came out to the kitchen, and it was like 2 a.m., and I'm just naked in front of the fridge, just like looking through, like, what do we got? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's, I, I really love the 2 a.m., what do we got? You know? like yes. what le- Or like leftover. Oh, my God. Nothing to me is better than cold leftovers. I love like old, like not old, but Nothing like- Nothing better? I don't know. I fucking love it. I love when the fucking cream like becomes like kind of like congeals. Yeah, mm, not okay. too congealed. Let's do the next news story. What <laughs> no was the one that was making you laugh? <laughs> because I know you don't like it. aspic salad. Have you ever heard of what that is? What oh, aspic? He salad? needs an aspic <laughs> to get things out of that canyon. Aspic. Aspic. Oh, as. I want to oh. Google what aspic salad is. A s p i c. Yeah, it's like a gelatin salad. Oh, it's like Eastern European oh, food. Like oh, yeah. no, no, I've seen that. It's all oh, congealed, my Yeah, he would like that. No, I Don't like act it. like you wouldn't eat. Oh, wait, I that would. is that actually looks really good, but the gelatin kind of concerns me. I've eaten me. so much sour cream in where really? we're at. Like, probably, I heard you say that yesterday, and I was like, I, I haven't seen you eating any I sour know. cream. I, the last four days, though, I just... Because I don't really eat Mexican food that much. But. Yeah, we're eating a lot here. In One perfect stranger area. Yeah, in Mexico or something. Um, okay, research finds that people who are seen frowning in old photos <laughs> are five times more likely to divorce. <laughs> I mean, this is just so on the head. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, I heard Andrew giggling heavily today, and I thought he was he was writing jokes for the show, and I thought he was laughing at his own jokes. And I go, what are you laughing at, your own jokes? And he goes... No, one of the things, no, no news stories. No, it's so funny. Um, okay. So people, if you look at your photos of you, like at your wedding, like what, I mean, what are we talking about here? I was just thinking old, old timey photos. No, I was no. like, isn't everyone frowning in those? No, like old photos from when you were first like dating and stuff. Like if you're, or like just people in just general, general. That's, yeah. that smile more. So if you, if you're in the top 10% of like, Big smiles, you're, you're less, less likely. Your relation, yeah, because I think people divorce is symptomatic of people who are 
that probably got married to alleviate to fix something that is broken inside them. <laughs> yeah. That causes them to frown in every picture anyway. <laughs> and that you're more likely to make decisions to yeah, just, you-, <laughs> alle- uh, you know, temporarily alleviate that. I just love picturing someone on their as wedding night. Already happy. Their wedding night in front of the just. cake. They're just. Oh. I know. Like, no. who do you know that actually frowns in photos? Like a legit frown. Not frown, but I I didn't smile for a while living in New York. You know, you just do that straight face kind of thing. You're like okay. afraid to smile. I also don't love my teeth when I smile. Um, but you can do a like a a smize. You know, like a a closed toothed. You know. Yeah, I I but that wouldn't be in the top ten percent. I also think though that people that really smile big. Yeah. They tend to not be like as aware of how maybe unhappy they really are. And so they'll just stay married because they don't really get in touch with their feelings that much. So then they're just like, ah, everything's great. I don't, you know, and then I die. Does that, you know what I mean? No, I think that people that are naturally smiley people are, it comes from within. Like they're just happier people. Maybe. I mean, I think, yeah, sometimes people are trying to mask it. And you would never know how sad they are. I mean, let's talk about the Miss USA. Oh, yeah. Who jumped to her death. And like you go on her Instagram and you go, there's no indication. There's no even like sometimes it's hard to get up in the morning. You know, like there's no everyone has something on their Instagram that would maybe you could go, oh, that's why. Like Mm. literally everyone of like today was a hard day. But I'm persevering. You know, like yeah. we all have little things. There was nothing on this girl's. She just seemed like so full of life. So that is, it makes me think there must have been like some medicine she took, you know, because some people can just have one yeah. episode triggered. I mean, a lot of drugs, uh, you know, prescription drugs have like suicidal thoughts as side effects. I don't know. It's well, so sad. I think like, uh, you know, they always like joke, like uh, not about this thing but like with marriage and stuff or if you're dating and you overdo it on instagram of how great your relationship yeah. is how amazing it is you're guaranteed to be broken up in like a few yeah, months. yeah if you got to tell everyone how great things are and how much you love someone it is kind of great though when people ugh. do that and they're like this is the best i found my soulmate and then they break up but they don't announce the breakup but you can tell that they're broken all up. of a sudden it's like <laughs> seven <laughs> pictures without them in it yeah, and then it's eight yeah. and then it's nine and you it's going deep and then they start removing them but it's slowly yeah it's a slow remove oh my and god and then you go are they following that person still and that's the, when you know and the person's hair starts changing and they start like <laughs> losing weight and like posting pictures of their back muscles and like you're like oh they're or like just hanging with their girlfriends a lot or whatever and you're like and what they, happened and to tommy that was like, your best cryptic captions of like living my best life or like sometimes the rain shines on the other side of the pillow like just something where you're like "Mm, quote that she's she's trying to talk to someone here that isn't us um i don't need you tommy it's like that seems pretty like on the yeah that's pretty on the nose yeah i think uh let's go to break and come back with reddit dump and yes we're doing a wednesday edition Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, 
All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's gonna catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, we're back. Let's get to, um, we skipped it yesterday because we did a murder podcast. Which you, you guys murder. did a wonderful job, I just want to say. It was very entertaining. You, and I didn't even listen oh, to Morbid. The You didn't listen to Morbid. Listen. No. I, I don't think you need to. I mean, I almost want you to because. I honestly think we could be the new Morbid of Morbid. Like we could take their story, do it ourselves, and you'll be fine. But yeah, that's how I felt after listening to, to yesterday's show. I, I, I skipped all the things you didn't really need to know. And I mean, Andrew had zero new information to share. For yeah, because I was sleeping. He was sleeping. And the fact that there are two Marys involved, this was not a great episode to fall asleep to, I got to say, because he was sharing details about the one Mary that didn't happen to the other one. It was tough. And uh, yeah, he was in and out of a dreamlike state. Um, Next one we do will be one I love the idea of a podcast that covers, we listen to an episode of a murder podcast that you don't want to listen to. It's too much. Like not you, but like you the the bestie. And Um, then we, you fall asleep halfway through. mm Mm-hmm. And then you try to retell. I like that kind of premise. Yeah, I do too. I mean, <laughs> I make you listen to it when you are the sleepiest you are, and you try to stay away from it for it and memorize all of it. I mean, I, I, we really like the idea of doing wild card episodes that are just out of I mean, nowhere. Out the of Halloween nowhere. episodes of our show. Yeah, Christmas episodes of our show where it's just like we're just going rogue today and we're doing something new. I hope you guys liked that yesterday. I mean, I think Besties like whatever we no, do. we got positive Hopefully. feedback. I mean, mm-hmm. people really liked it. There was no feedback that was like, that's, Not a, yet. that's a feedback sound. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a toucan. Oh, you know, God, I hate feed- that sound. It's the worst sound. Sorry, I didn't mean to Sounds do Sounds like that. a knife on a chalkboard. Yeah, okay, so let's get into a Reddit dump. Karaoke mode. This is your Reddit dump. It's the Reddit dump. All right, so this first one is from the subreddit Hole Up. That's where something happens at the end of the video that you wouldn't have expected. And it's like, hold up, H-O-L-U-P. <laughs> and so this one I really liked. And we almost kind of touched on it before. Um, it says, hold up. What kind of insanity do New Yorkers go through to not look? Question mark. And then like that lowercase O, big O, that makes it look like an I being like, mm-hmm. what? And um, so this is a girl on the street. Noah's going to play the video. You can go watch it at, on our YouTube in a couple days if you're listening to this live. Um, it'll be up there. Make sure you go subscribe. And um, and leave a nice comment. Um, it's a girl on the street, and she's talking about w- how she can tell. It, there's a bunch of people walking behind her on the street, and here, here, she'll explain. If they looked, they're not from New York. <laughs> she just—that's her screaming, and all these people walk by, and she goes, "If they looked at me screaming." then they're not a real New Yorker because you hear stuff like that so often. It's like the fly thing. If there's flies buzzing around your head all the time, if there's one fly, you're going to shoo it. Someone screaming like that in any other place, you're going to go, what's going on over there? But in New York, there's those screams all the time and you become immune to it. I just thought it was really funny. You sit next to them on the subway. Without Literally a care screaming in the world. like that and you have to ignore it. your neck would break if you fucking looked every time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's if you you become if, like if you looked every time someone yelled for help in New York, 
you'd you're yeah, you'd be exhausted. Yeah. Um this next one is from Made Me Smile. Um this is just a uh this isn't a video. It says wholesome Andre 3000. Uh, this guy named Jason Roth wrote, Once Andre 3000 was on my ferry ride to Alcatraz, and I said hi. My six-year-old autistic son came over and started talking his ear off about German shepherds, his obsession at the time. Andre talked to him about dogs for like 20 minutes. We exchanged numbers. Four years later, I got this text. Hi, Jason. I was searching for a name, and yours popped up. I remember our cool encounter on the boat. Ha, how's the kid? I'm living in NYC now, so if you're ever here, please reach out. That's so, I mean. How cute is that? That's the cutest. I mean, it kind of tells me that he should probably be doing a new Outcast album instead of focusing on Jason, but. One thing I noticed in his iMessage, and this was in 2017. No, that's like the nicest thing ever. But he he writes, hi, Jason, and for every period that he writes, like at the end, hi, Jason, it's he does a space before the period. Hi, Jason, space, period, space. Mm. That's like his style. Even for the uh, question mark, how's the kid? Space, question mark, space. New sentence. Very interesting style that Andre 3000 has. Um, did you know? There's a lot of stories about people running into him and him being Him like, being cool. Like the cool, like he plays, I think, clarinet or something, some kind of instrument. He'll just be playing it at like a gas station. Be like, is that Andre 3000 playing the clarinet? Like, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God, that is Andre 3000. <laughs> like, in New Jersey, do you have to do the, you have to have him play the clarinet for you? Yeah, he plays. Well, the you other. Know in New Jersey. They hold, you can't they hold the gas. clarinet while he plays. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. Um, we got there. Um, hey. well, uh, I realized yesterday because I was, I got a text from someone and I saw it come up like, or I texted someone and I saw it delivered and then I saw it read 6, oh my God, 19 yeah. p.m. You've called me out on this many and, times. Yeah, and I go, why are your texts on red? And you go, I don't know. And I'm like, I just think it's such a weird choice to be someone who wants to let people know when you've read it. I think it's someone who's playing games with someone and they want, it's always is. Oh, interesting. That's was- why, that's why, why'd you leave me on red? It's a way, f- that's where that phrase comes from. It's a way for girls and guys to fuck with each other and be like, I'm not thinking about him. And if you left, if you're left unread, which by the way, you're able to read some things without making it go to red. Oh yeah, you when can it get first the comes gist. up, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a way to make someone seem like you're not that into them. Here's the or thing. to send a message. Ro- but- Robin had a good point though about that, where it's like, oh, if you left me on red, I wouldn't take it personally. Like it's about the person on how they take it. Right, but. It- if if my friend, the thing is, when I see that you have texts read and unread, I go, I don't think you're trying to send me a message. I go, who are you fucking, what's going on in your life right now that you have your texts on Oh, okay. Like, who are you trying you know to communicate what it is? something to? I would say 80% of red is you've reset your phone because it's not working correctly and it goes right to red. But this is the thing. So I say this yesterday in the car and I go, who the fuck? puts their phone <laughs> messages on red. It's such a weird thing to do. And Jen and Robin go, yours are on red. And I yeah. was like, what? Yeah, Jen thought what? you were fucking with us. Like you were like being sarcastic. I was like, I'm a person that has their text <laughs> on red. And she goes, yeah. And then I texted Anya. I texted you. They all say, uh, and by the way, I went to my settings. The, it isn't enabled. There's no, I have it mm. disabled. I, I make sure my texts aren't red. So I've been sending everyone this message that I'm one of these shady twats putting their texts on red. I am not a text on red person. Have, it felt oh like God. having toilet paper on my shoe or having like this spinach makes me in my teeth. Your relationship 
how many times has your lover seen that you've read a message and not written back? Oh, he doesn't care about this stuff. He would <laughs> never look into any of that as like. Yeah. You've it, always he doesn't just care. like you've been and I was delivered back. for me. I've yeah, you've been delivered to me too. What about yesterday when I wrote you? No, you were delivered. I thought you delivered. said red. Oh, I was kidding. Writing back. Oh, it was delivered. Okay, so some people's phones. Well, Anya said mine are red. Oh. It'll be like red at six twenty p.m. And I'm like, that's so gross. I don't want to be that person. It felt. It felt like oh my god, I've had this sign on my back that says, "Kick, kick me, me, I'm red." <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Next. Next Reddit thing. Um, uh, it's so weird that it only works to, on certain things. I wanted to pose this question to you, sense. Andrew. This is yeah. on Too Afraid to Ask. Oh, God. It says, we named hair differently based on where they grow, such as a mustache, beard, pubes. So what do we call hair near the butthole? Oh, pubes. Man. Uh, a cover, thank God. Uh, yeah, so we're great. <laughs> uh, the... Um, the butt hair inside your butthole? Yeah, around it. Um... Tassel? I th- yeah, tassel. Tassel. The, da- the tassel. <laughs> I like that. Um, That's perfect. I can't come up with anything better than that. This is... A barrier? A, a bus? This is from um, Ask Reddit. It says, what are the worst song lyrics you've ever heard? And I really like these. Um, uh, this what is- if we call it the bangs for your asshole? The... The, but, but it has to have like long. a pun, you know what I mean? Like it has to have like. Why mustache but, isn't a pun? I know, but we're oh, making a joke. Oh, is it by joke. your mouth? Is that why it's mustache? Moose, mo- <laughs> mouth stash. Maybe. So ass stash? No, that's the heroin you're smuggling across the border. Okay. Uh, what are the worst song great. lyrics you've ever heard? Um, um, probably crashed as dummies. What? Uh, once there was this boy who got into an accident and couldn't go to school. Is that the then real lyrics? He Is it the, the lyrics or the voice that bother you? Uh, both. But okay. it's also very catchy. I like some of these. Noah, do you have any that come to mind? I, I can't pull it's okay. them Oh, yeah, you're quick. not a lyric person. Okay, I'm so sorry to put you in that position. That's okay. Okay, <laughs> uh, I, thought, I thought I had heard you go, <gasps> okay. Um, someone said the Little Yachty song. This gets referenced a lot on, on um, the different music subreddits I find. There's a Little Yachty song where he says, she blow that dick like a cello because he thought that he was referencing the instrument Squidward plays, mm. which is, is a that? clarinet. Oh, but he thought a clarinet was a cello. Yes, and so he, she, he, no one in the studio goes, man, you can't blow a cello. That's that shows how many yes people are around little yachty. Are you sure wow. that's the story behind it? Because yes, it is the story. If, I've heard it a bunch. What if because a, a cello is bigger than a vi- like it's kind of. But hot. you can't blow a cello if you're sucking the cello's di- like if you're bl- like if you have a big. But mouth. he's he was trying to make a joke about like you blow it like a like. I'm just saying it, a giraffe um, could fuck it and suck it. Uh, someone said, you're easy breezy and I'm Japanesey. I don't remember. Oh, uh, Utada is the name of that You know artist. what lyrics are great? Okay. Uh, uh, um, um, I got a mansion in Wisconsin. What's that from? It's T-Pain. Oh, I like that. Uh, like he's it's just, stupid. Yeah. 
<laughs> he just rhymes things that don't actually rhyme. There was a. S- oh, I know my favorite one. My favorite one is Billy Currington, and he, or yeah, that's his name. Uh, where he goes, God is good, beer's great, people are crazy. crazy. And he goes, I read in the obituary, he was a millionaire. That's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid, but that is so fun. I like ones that are obviously like, we're, we're being funny here. Yeah. You know, that's a funny one. I don't think he was really trying to be. I think or, he was trying to sneak in some. Really? Island oh, well, that's pretty sad. Wait, so what, what was the other one? What was the one that- Someone said, um... Lou Reed and Metallica coming out with the classic "I Am the Table." Oh, I've never I heard am that the song. table. It, it's what just is like, that? So it's basically Lou Reed going, um, or maybe James. I I forget who does the chorus, but it goes, "I am the table, I am the root, or something. I am the chair." <laughs> it's just like, what oh is my! This? I am the warus. I mean, um, what? I have to pause really quick because I am gonna have explosive balcony. Oh. Uh oh. So, anyways, no, I, we might be able to hear it. <laughs> Wait one sec, folks. No. Oh. Well, Nikki's Nothing. really fast in the bathroom, especially if it's explosive. So maybe we. Are can you just quick? Wait. I'm a quick pooper. Are you a quick pooper? No, I like, but I do it on purpose. <laughs> I like taking my time. What are you doing there? I usually like read. <laughs> just on your phone yeah or like a book no no, no on it's my funny phone. to bring a book in to just take a shit because it's like oh you're playing and on getting a couple chapters and like what are you doing i think i'm just like used to it because the bathroom was like the only place i could get privacy growing up because we lived in such a tiny apartment and it was like the one room uh. that like i could just be by myself so i'm just used to it now as an adult yeah you know your relationship's going well where you take longer shits just to not talk to your spouse yeah, that was a very that was quick very shit. quick. I mean, I mean that's wild. We can keep this. In. I yeah. I started my period. That was amazing. Oh, I have okay. had my. I have had kettlebell tits. I have had <laughs> congratulations. Oh my god! I have had a migraine that started last night that I thought was due to dust in my contact lenses, and now and then I just thought I had to poop so bad, which I did, but at the same time I. You know, when I went to wipe, I'm like, oh, no, I'm shitting. And then it was just, it was my, I started my period. It's such a, th- there's Whoa. something about starting your period. It's like getting a diagnosis it's a for things that are going on in your life. Yes, it's such a relief because every woman can relate to this. I know because as much as we know we're going to get it, it just, there's something about when you're having all these symptoms, you just, your brain is so clouded, you can't think you, you, it couldn't possibly be PMS like ever right now my headache's going away like as soon as you know the mm. source that's why that pain book the healing back pain is so good because when you know that your back pain is coming from your mental anguish you don't have to heal the mental anguish does not have to heal just knowing the source makes it go away and that's why when I know I'm on my period like my headache is now I'm starting to feel like lighter I mean yeah I just got rid of a lot of things that were going on Ooh, that Wait, was... did you poop though? Or oh you... yeah. Oh, L- so much. And then Sorry. you're also bleeding. Yeah. Well, sometimes, like when you go to the bathroom number two, the your period will start. Yeah, it, like a release. Like It'll like take it off. Reason. It's like the opening. I like when band. you went with number two to like make up for the sentence before. 
like now you're like just I went number two. <laughs> like well, you were the one that said the other word. What did I say? Poop. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be a lady. <laughs> Trying to get married at some point. Okay. Um I got I, I gotta clean my act up here. Um okay, so let's keep going on these. Oh, the lyrics that we hate. Uh yummy, 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 yummy. You got that yummy, 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 yummy. I mean, that is terrible. Um, she's 17, but I fuck her like she's 25. I don't use a rubber on that hoe. I just roll the dice. That's by Half Bay, and it's called Puya. I mean, that's just statutory rape, isn't it? Uh, someone said, I'm serious as, as cancer when I say rhythm is a dancer. Speaking of my least favorite one, that this, it's somewhere on this list, but said... Um, I hated that, like, are we human or are, are we, we dancer? What? No, dancer. Oh. Are we dancer? That's, that's crazy. I hate it. Are I've, we dancer? Yeah. That, do you know the song I'm talking about, right? Yeah, of course. It's um, Killers. Yeah. The Killer. Um, Wait, can I ask a question? Yeah. Or don't you hate when rappers take um, lyrics from other raps? Not even samples. They actually take, and then they make them worse. Like, they make an amazing line that was in a, a rap song, like a Biggie rap song, and then put it in theirs. Oh, I've never heard that. Just to, like, take up space in a fucking verse. It fucking makes me so angry. Oh, I've never heard Anywho. that. Anywho. Final thought. I liked this video. Uh, Noah, can you play the one um, that I sent second? Where it was, uh, yeah, it was a TikTok, and it said, hiding pregnancy test under his waffles. Didn't expect his reaction. Oh, well. So this guy's about to eat waffles. His <laughs> girlfriend, is fil- wife or girlfriend is filming him, and she has a pregnancy test underneath the waffles, and it's like, you know, a plastic pregnancy test. Like the one you'd pee on, which is so gross. I mean, this video is gross, but it's so funny, his reaction. Getting pregnancy test under his waffles. Didn't right. expect his reaction. What the fuck is that? What did it look like? Why is it my food? Bro, it's a what? test. It's a pregnancy test. What that mean? You pregnant? Maybe yes. It's, I just wanted to like surprise you. Why you mess up my food with that? Great question. That's a divorce. That's that, a frown. Yeah, that's a frown. <laughs> if you have TikToks where you tell, yeah, that's another new study coming out. Yeah, if you if fuck you tell, up a man's one, one waffle and he's more mad about the waffle than excited about the pregnancy. Yes, not a, a good sign. That's a man that loves waffles. I mean, that's so funny. Maybe it was the last waffle in his defense. Um, I, I mean, it's just gross to have a plastic, those plastic pregnancy tests. Are you and human? if someone's filming you when you're taking the first bite of food, or are you waffle? The person filming you is pregnant, or they're about to propose to you, or yeah. you're about to eat something that tastes like shit, or oh, I was trying you're to, about to start. I was trying to poison and choke you. Like it would have been funny. Yeah. She's like, I was trying to choke you. <laughs> I just wanted to film you dying, honey. <laughs> um, the okay. So today I learned. This is from today I learned. Um, this will just take us out. Noah, this is good news for you. Today I learned, TIL, that classical music and metal fans have the most similar personalities based on a study of 36,000 people in more than 60 countries. Both have the same basic motivation to hear something dramatic and theatrical, a shared love of the grandiose, quote unquote. So you have more in common with people who love classical music than, say, someone who loves rock or rap or anything like 
And classical music, let's be honest, and metal, you would think those two are so far apart. Yeah, but it oh, makes but sense. Not. Like they're because I've always wondered why do people like like classical music is lacking lyrics for me, and so it bothers me. Or opera for me in Italian, I can't. It's hard for me to get the emotion unless I know the lyrics or what they're saying. Um, but you don't need to know what the metal people are saying. You just want to feel the intensity. You yeah. have a love of the grandiose. Oh. And antisocial. Cool? Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and my grandpa loved classical. He did? I mean, that's all he would listen to. And I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? But it, and now when I, I, I <laughs> so get it, he just was tired of words. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> you, would, you would just yeah, go to your grandpa go, and go, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> yeah, he fucking loved when I kept it real. Oh my god! Like, you're uh, fucking really putting on fucking Chotsky again or whatever. Chotsky. <laughs> I don't even know. I know the I know the composer you're thinking of, but I don't. Joplin know. or whatever. How are you? Well, just got Joplin. <laughs> oh, Chopin. 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 Yeah, Chopin. But I know the one you're thinking of. It has like a T T S C H. Tchaikovsky, yeah. yes. I'm like, really, Grandpa Marvin? Fucking. Oh my God, did you see the Lisa Gilroy's uh, post about? She's the one that I always post on um, Instagram. She's so funny. Oh my God, the Beethoven really one. Quick. Yes, that was it's so, so hilarious. Funny. It was so funny. Oh, Let me just play it really quick. Um, Lisa Gilroy is uh, the Lisa Gilroy on Instagram. You guys got to follow her. Everything she does is funny. Whoa, it's 1778. Little Beethoven, I came all the way back in time to find you. I have to tell you something. In the future, something amazing is going to happen about you. What is it? Something you'll be remembered for, for the end of time. Oh. There's going to be a movie named after you about a big, <laughs> messy dog. The dog is a St. Bernard kind, the hugest kind. He causes all sorts of big messes, and the dad goes, Beethoven! And people really like the movie. It's a family movie. Not my kind And the dog is named after you. Not my music. And the dad's going, we gotta get rid of this big old klutzy beast. And the kids are saying, oh, dad, we love Beethoven. We can't get rid of him. Daddy is so lovable. I don't know if you do anything else. I think you play piano. But the movie's so funny, and the dog's so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Beethoven was tearing okay. up for the audio. Uh, yeah, yeah. The whole time there's a little Beethoven who's just like, but not my music. All right, we're gonna go. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with a fresh app. Uh, guys, don't be cut out there. And Jack Reacher. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.